So let's all clap after three. Three, two, oh, that, that's, one. That, that, wait, hang on a second. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> wait, that's second clap. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Three, two, one. Yes, out of time. Well, that was comical. That was a comical start to this amazing podcast. It's a, it's actually our delight. Uh, I'm Giles Alderson. I am here with Robbie McKay, my fellow The Filmmakers Podcast host. As Hello, Giles. Hello, Robbie. Hello. As part of the Podfix network, they set up this fantastic show called Pod6, where fellow podcasters interview other podcasters. And we got contacted by an amazing podcaster called Christopher Green, or Toph. Uh, as he's known, who used to run the Gravity Beard podcast, which is still online and still amazing, and now runs This Week Today podcast, which is a really cool, fascinating podcast. So welcome to this very special edition, The Toaf. Thank thank you. I, I didn't, I di- there was a time very, mm. very recently where I didn't think we were going to pull this off. And then in the end, we did. <laughs> there was a big time <laughs> where we went around the houses for all those podcasters listening. First of all, we tried Scorecast. That didn't work. Then we tried Zoom. That didn't work. Then we tried Skype. That didn't work. So we went back to Squadcast. And now we finally settled on Zoom, haven't we? We were trying every service before the end of the evening. Well, I I just, I feel badly for you that you nearly squandered this excellent opportunity to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel devastated. Blowing it. (laughs) We we were. (laughs) Listen, um, you listened to our. Ah, wonderful, delightful chat uh, with the boys uh, regarding the Pod 6 is latest. And we chatted with Zach and Kirk. It was kind of, yeah, we, we thought that was their show. And we, <laughs> that was kind of what they did all the time. Well, I, I think the most important thing that came out of that discussion is that you all agreed that you're across the pond. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, we just we... Th- throw stones to, to each other. <laughs> but it was yeah. like a message in a bottle, but it's a stone which could break your windows. In that's the pond, in yeah. The, <laughs> that's the where pond. the analogy starts to break down. <laughs> it's at a that skimming point, stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and whereabouts are you based, lovely Toph? Where are I'm you? in Dallas. Are you? See, Dallas to us, I don't know about you, Robbie, but for me, it has this amazing connotations of... Well, I think of an oil tycoon. That's what I mean. And, uh, and yeah. you know, popular 80s television shows based totally. around wealthy families. That's what I think. Yeah. Is that what it's like in Dallas? Yeah, it's all of us are oil tycoons, every single one of us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you all wear big Mm -hmm. Stetson hats and talk with And and you all go by initials like, you know... (laughs) JR and Uh MB. Nobody owns a car. We We all just ride horses. Well, that's important. That's what happens in London a lot. We're on horses and carts here as well. So yeah, there's we cactus understand. everywhere. Yeah, all of that is <laughs> cacti. True. Mm-hmm. If there's more than one, is it <laughs> they not cacti? No, there, there's just the one cactus, but it's so large that it just looms like multiple cactus. Just a the giant town, prick. The town cactus. <laughs> yes, a, 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 the giant, a giant town prick. prick. Tell tell everyone about your amazing podcast. Tell people what it is, what it does, because it's not just you that hosts it. But right, t- tell us about right. this absolutely fantastic podcast. Week today. Well, it's it's co-hosted by a close friend of mine named Adam Saunders, who's actually in Austin, Texas. He was he was twenty plus years in Miami and moved to Austin a couple of years ago. And it, it this podcast is a spinoff from the original podcast Gravity Beer, which we did for about four years. And it was it was the, you know most podcasters when they start they realize I can't do this weekly, so they come up with something shorter, or easier in the off weeks. And this is the thing that that we kind of came up with 
for the shorter, easier show in the off weeks. I see. And then fast forward four years, and it kind of we thought, well, this is a it, it's a more focused show. You know, the, the gravity beard was kind of all over the place, which was really fun to do for the time that we did it, mm. and we we got to do a lot of fun things over that time. And so it's a spinoff, but it's essentially it's a it's a short, really fast paced, formatted show that's a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, more. And now we have future plans of slightly expanding it to where it's going to be other things under the comedy umbrella. So I've I've always been a fan of comedy. More recently, I've I've taken classes and I've gotten involved in the improv community. And so we're hoping to you know have roundtable discussions about comedy or perform live comedy on the show. So we're, we're going to expand under the comedy umbrella, at, you know, in the future. I love that. That's it's, really amazing. Yeah. And it's, re- it's a really fun podcast as well. And, and because of what your podcast is, I thought, obviously, we're going to ask you six questions. And the setup to this, for those who don't know the setup to this podcast, it's basically myself and Robbie ask Toph six questions. And those six questions can be whatever they want to be. So anything you want. Anything mm-hmm. we want. We'll get to them. But first of all, because your show is, you know, what happened on this week uh, in history, I thought it'd be really interesting to say what happened uh, today. It's the 23rd of September. So I've had a look up some things that happened in history today. Mm, I like it. Let's so do it. Let's see if you can guess uh, what year some of these were. Uh, Nintendo was formed. Like the company Nintendo? Correct. Ooh. Um... Fifteen hundred. Fifteen is close. Close. <laughs> Early eighties, like maybe nineteen eighty two, eighty four. That's a good guess. It's a good guess, but it is nearly a hundred years out. The answer Whoa. is in eighteen eighty nine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was joking. So I, I, so I was only a hundred years off. <laughs> totally. Nintendo <laughs> so was close. Formed, originally formed as a card playing company, and then it was set up as Nintendo Limited in I don't know whatever it was. The first movie to become a TV series on this day in history. Can you tell me what it was and what year it was? That's, that's, a tough that's kind of your, that's your lane. The, the first movie to first movie to become a TV series. Yeah. I'll give you the name of it. It's called how to marry a millionaire. First movie. And, to and become that, be, a TV and series. that became a TV show. Yes. If you can tell so me the, what year the film was in the sixties, right? Um, yeah or 50s yeah 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 it's, you're it's, good it's a big it's a big kind of um like at the time it's like a sort of big rom-com type thing but man technical. i have no idea that's a great question right uh robbie do uh, you want to guess and then tell uh, if you can uh, guess well come on make it it's got to be 70s i guess if it's an early tv show right or it could be could go be on later. just give me a date Jesus. 1976 Toph. <laughs> And this is America. This is an American TV show. Yeah, I mean that's a good guess, but I, I'm going to go a little bit earlier. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to 68. Tough wins. Love. It, it's 1961. <laughs> oh, oh wow. good guess. Go. Yeah, very good. Um, also, I'll just run through these down because I don't know if there's much fun to guess what year. Um, the first color TV series by Hanna Barbera was broadcast in 1962. Can you tell me what that was? Flintstones. Close. Very similar, but more space. Yes, the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Um, an amazing movie called Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid premiered on this day in history. Oh, that was like 74? 1969. And oh, the Shawshank wow. Redemption was released. What year? Ooh, that, was, that was like 90... That was like 94-ish. Yeah! 
Yes, 94, Toph, you're on a roll. Uh, Modern Family, Family premiered uh, on this day in which year? Mm, that's, that must have been early 2000s, like 02 or 03. Robbie? Oh, I think a bit later. I don't know, it was earlier than that. Yeah, that's about right. 02. Robbie, go on. Uh, I want to say 09. Correct. Unbelievable. Oh, no. You yeah, two was, are flying. I was, I was off by a decade. I was trying to go about 10 years out. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I was, I was. Totally. And, a few, and a few couple of nice facts here. That it was the birth of the commercial airlines in 1925. And we discovered Neptune. Can you guess what year we discovered Neptune? I quite like this one. Tove. Mm, discovered Neptune. This is King Neptune, right? The underwater sea king. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sure, but I'll go with planet. <laughs> was it in the thirties, nineteen thirties? It's eighteen forty-six. Uh, that was our. That was our. This week today slash today, twenty-third of September quiz. Well done, you both won. Um, hope you enjoyed that. That was just a separate quiz. That was just something different. I want to throw at you. Um, it's the icing on the cake. That that was an excellent idea. <laughs> Just to tie in with your show, because it's so cool. Your show's better than that, and you do it in much more fun, and you go into much more detail. Um, <laughs> it's really good. And birthdays no, that was today. Great. Thanks do for you know doing who, that. A couple of birthdays today. Ray Charles, Typhoid Mary, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Ray Charles. That's a hell of a party. I'm telling you, like. Juliet, Julio Iglesias, and Mickey Rooney. That's a party. What more do wow. You <laughs> birthdays today. It's going to be some awkward conversations with Mickey Rooney and Ray Charles, I think. Like, and Typhoid of. Mary. And, yeah. my, my favorite thing about Mickey Rooney is is Dana Carvey's impersonation of him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, he, Dana Carvey's not that. as big that over here. It, it's mostly him telling everyone that at one time he was the biggest star in the world. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Which I didn't was. know that, but but he was like five foot four. And you, you guys probably know more about Mickey Rooney than I do, but he was, no, a, he was no. a little man, but he really was one of the biggest stars in the world at the time when he was at his peak. It's kind of well, cool. well, Tom Cruise did it. Yeah, yeah I was true. just thinking, yeah, it's not the only time that's happened. He's a bit of a half pint. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Both very talented. Let's <laughs> yeah. insult some more people. Yeah, we don't want the Scientologists <laughs> coming after us. Come on now. I mean, they've already done us a few times. Um, and someone died on this day. Uh, I mean, a lot of people died on this day, but someone <laughs> special. I'm just going to give you his first name. Let's see if you can get his surname. Sigmund. How many famous people with the first name Sigmund are there? Really? The sea monster? Sigmund the sea monster? <laughs> yes, correct. Sigmund the sea monster died on this day. It was terrible because I mean, he died on a beach and he was bloated and you know what happens. And the, it famous, just, the famous it, sea monster who was also a psychoanalyst and, you know, the father of <laughs> modern psychology. <laughs> so. Yes, him as well. They called him Freud, this sea monster. So there you go. Sigmund Freud died on this day. So there we go. Right. Shall we get to what we're supposed to be here to talk about? Yes. Shall I ask the first question? Robbie, ask the first question. All right. So, Toph, what new habit has helped you the most? So, so it's not an it's not an old ingrained habit. It's a it's a more recent habit. Mm-hmm. A new habit that you've taken up. Well, I think um, not leaving my house. I, I'm trying to get out of the habit of leaving and interacting with other humans. Because because normally you'd be thrown in a position where we see all the other humans all the time, but now it's kind of good to. Yeah, before I was forced to see other humans, and I didn't really want to, and now I don't have to, and so okay, I mean, so quite that's honestly, a good thing. <laughs> it, it was a really easy habit to pick up, and I've embraced it wholeheartedly. Totally, and it's uh, and it's it's helped you the most. 
Yeah. Oh, it's and, helped me tremendously. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's probably helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's filled me with so much joy to not have to interact with other people. Present company excluded, of course. Well, it's fine if it's virtual kind of interaction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. You- this is the distance I prefer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very important. Right. So now it's a serious question. Um, we, we're taking it in turns, obviously. So um, are you ready? I'm ready. Can I tell by the smell of my husband's gas if he's been cheating? Mm, see, I, I read this story. Did you? Now, now do, you, do, you want, do you want the answer to the question or do you want my opinion? I want your opinion. And I want both. I think the answer and your opinion will probably be correct. So I imagine yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, colon B and colon A. <laughs> well, the only thing that that I'm better at than podcasting is is medical matters. I, I'm, wow. a, I'm a I'm a I'm a great pretend doctor. I I, I will tell you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were an MD. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm a great pretend doctor. <laughs> I, I think I think you can. I think you can. I I, I think because because especially <laughs> the the longer the longer I'll tell you this the longer you've been married, probably the more likely it is you can determine if your spouse has been cheating based on the smell of their of their bodily stuff, and so. <laughs> Do you want to say farts or gas? They're, they're expulsions. Their expulsions. So, because listen, if you've been married a long time, mm. and and Giles, I think you're you're in recently married, engaged. No, no, 12, 11, 12 years together. So okay, well, okay, great. What about you, Robbie? Uh, I'm engaged. Uh, we were supposed to be married this year, but okay, so uh, you're engaged. Okay, but, yeah, but you couldn't be. All honest. right, so yeah, so, I know we just couldn't be bothered for some reason. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> if you wanted it badly enough. But in any case, <laughs> you may already know this, Giles, but when you've been married long enough, you get into routines. And one of those routines is you eat the same food all the time. Mm-hmm. And so if your spouse comes around and and he smells differently, then you might say, hey, wait a second, what have you been eating? And then they would, if, even if they honestly answer the question, you would ask, well, when or where did you eat that? Mm-hmm. Right? And that could raise suspicions. Yes. And I, I think... I mean, I think I think the longer you, the longer you've been married, you can be exposed by that. I totally absolutely yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Because your farts do smell differently after you eat certain things. Um, There's no question. People's cooking. Uh, Robbie, question. I suppose three. So, Toph, what advice should those clever podcasters out there avoid? What's the bad advice that people should be, uh, you know, running away from? Well, the, the the first the first piece is really simple. And that that is, uh, use a use a dynamic mic. Don't use a. This is such a polarized. It's such a simple thing, but it's very polarizing. Use use a dynamic mic. Don't you don't use a. uh, Don't use a condenser mic, because Mm. most people go by a condenser mic and it picks up every every noise in the room. Mm. And they so then what they do is they go invest a ton of time and energy and money into trying to make the recording space as quiet and perfect as possible, which is impossible in a, in a real house. If, unless you have a studio in a studio, you can use whatever kind of mics you want, depending on what your need is. But if you've got a really sensitive recording area, like your house, like most podcasters do, you can't use a condenser mic. And so somehow the Yeti blue became the most popular <laughs> podcast mic out there. I don't there. get it. Yeah. 
it's a, it's actually it's a terrific mic probably for certain applications, but for podcasting, it is a terrible microphone, mm-hmm. and they're really expensive. They're well over a hundred dollars for the yep. cost of a Yeti Blue. You can buy a really really good dynamic mic, which yep. is actually the correct mic. And as a matter of fact, you could buy one for less than half of that. You could set up a four channel recording session with your entire cast of podcasting team for cheaper than you can buy a single a single Yeti Blue. And that I think for on equipment wise, that's the mistake that people make first. The other mistake they make is that they try to record a weekly show. If you're really organized Uh-oh. and you're really dedicated, you can do that. It's <laughs> it's a tremendous amount of work, and I think you yeah. guys know that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. If you're really organized, I, I think you can you can do it. Um, and because you guys do a weekly show, don't you? Sadly. Mm. Oh yeah, we're super organized here. Everyone can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's it's tremendous amount of work, right? To to do it to mm. put out a high quality weekly show. Yes. So, so I think so we I think don't. Most, <laughs> just, <laughs> we skimp on the quality part. That's that's, yeah. that's the way we get around that. I, I think if you've got a, a a good enough team of people, you can do it. A lot a lot of independent podcasters should probably batch episodes and try to do a a a, a twice a twice monthly show and come up with something simpler to do in the off weeks or or something. It's really hard to do a weekly show, and I, I don't I don't think and maybe even consider seasons. And take some time mm. off in the mm. around the holidays and in the summer. Yeah, I I, I, we, I was I toyed with it for a tiny bit, but then I, most people said, "Look, the longer you, everyone knows it's every Tuesday. Everyone knows there's a new episode. That's true. Then you get that consistency, and people just mm-hmm. know. And I like that in the podcast I listen to. Um, yeah, unless we're saying, "Look, this is seasonal." Then right. uh, for us, it's kind of there's no real reason not to keep going, even when we're working or on film set. Someone else can step in if we need to, or we do it live from set. You know, we keep it very right. relevant to what we're doing. So, right. But yeah, it's really hard doing it every week. It's not easy. Well, that's my point, though, is you have a system and a routine and a rhythm that works for a weekly show, and we do too. You know, we, I mean, hypocritically, we do a weekly show, but it's a 30 minute show, and we only record twice a month, so we record two episodes at a time. Oh, I see. Clever. I can, yeah. I can. I can produce one of those episodes in a single day. And so I can crank out a weekly show because it feels more, it, it's such a short, e- and every show is kind of exactly the same with the same format. So if you have a repeatable, you know, format or situation like that, you, that's another ingredient that allows you to do it. Otherwise, if you're doing a one and a half hour show that just meanders and requires a lot of editing to try to do that weekly, that's insane. Mm. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, you can do it for a little while, but you'll get burned out. And if you want to, if you want to love podcasting long term. Yeah, That's totally. Tough. Especially when you're starting out and you know, you think it's going to, you know, be the number one podcast and everyone's going to love it. It's just, it's not when you're starting out. No one, it takes a long time to develop an audience mm-hmm. and get even over 400 listens, you know. Well, it you're, you're sprinting instead of, you know, you're sprinting it, exactly. when you're really running a marathon. Yeah. yeah. And it can get very disheartening. And so many people have set up podcasts in this COVID uh, period. And so many have stopped because they've just gone, oh, that didn't work. That's a lot of effort for yeah. no reward. Yeah. Um, and people don't like to fail. So they'd stopped. So it's been really interesting. Um, but it well, is it's, and, uh, it's a dedication it's like having a baby a podcast it, <laughs> exactly it really is same. it is you're not wrong <laughs> well, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll quickly add a third one the other one is and this is one that I, I'm also hypocritical about that I need to learn over and over again uh, don't worry about your numbers mm. yep, you know you, you, you podcast go, go more for engagement for audience engagement build a show yeah. that, that you enjoy doing and that, and that you can find an audience that will engage with you um, don't worry about your numbers. Chances are a very, very small percentage of podcasters, one, drive huge, huge numbers, um, and two, make money. 
yeah. right? If, unless you're a studio production, it's pretty hard to make meaningful money or your mm-hmm. true crime or something. If you find one of the select categories of podcasting that can make money easily and draw a big audience, and there's only a handful of those, just do, do it because you like it. You know, and yeah. if you stop liking it, do, do either do a different show or, <clears throat> or or do something else, and don't feel bad about that. Just move on to something else that you like as much. Great answer. Yep, that's very good true. advice, Giles. You're up. Question four. These um, questions obviously thought about a lot and really delved deep into you know, <laughs> finding interesting topics. That's a um, suspicious setup. I was bitten by a turtle when I was a young lad. Can I still drink orange juice? Was it a snapping turtle? <laughs> it, was, it was snappily dressed. Oh, right. Yeah, was he natty? Was he a natty turtle? Well, the, the answer is the answer is you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> why? Tell me why. <laughs> because probably there's long-lasting effects. Um, there's long-lasting... You're, you're, you're actually... You're, being bit by a turtle will will change. It could it could change your actual your entire blood type, but it will also change the the acidity of your blood type, which will when you drink the orange juice, which is also an acidic beverage, it'll push it over the top, and you'll have all kinds of indigestion and digestive problems. This Amazing. feels like a Marvel origin Amazing. story. <laughs> I love that you actually answered that seriously and mm-hmm. actually gave us what a genuine answer because there is venom in the turtle's bite. And most people would go, no, no, it's fine. It's not a problem. Of course, you can drink orange juice. But actually, it's fascinating. Who knew? Well, we've established I'm a, I'm a trained pretend medical professional. And I love this. I'm qualified to answer these questions. Uh, I, in fact, these were supposed to be the fun ones. And actually, you've made them. Serious, and I like that. <laughs> Far less fun. You've twisted it. You've twisted what we're doing here. I've, um, I've used I, my talent to take your fun questions and make them unfun. <laughs> <laughs> that is a talent. It'll, it'll come full circle eventually. Don't worry. Yeah. Especially Robbie's next question. Make the, go on then. Twist this round. Here All we right, go. Okay. You're, you're, yeah. Overhyping a bit, Giles. Come on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is your so final, final question. Uh, yeah, this is my final question. So, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> Drum roll. I'm ready. So, Toph, when you feel overwhelmed, as you know, as we've discussed, like podcasters, we can feel overwhelmed. What things help you get through that? You know, candidly, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at dealing with that, and I do get overwhelmed because because I'm a micromanager and and I, I'm I'm prone to being anxious about things. I overthink. I overthink things. And mm. I'm I'm not good at decompressing actually when when I get overwhelmed, and and also I I have I have three small children, and so there's less time. And <laughs> I, I resent. So your for tolerance that so level reasons. for being overwhelmed is probably a bit more kind of uh, it, it's it's a bit higher maybe than than most than most kind of normal people who don't. Well, have you children. you know what I I will tell you. Um, th- Having children will test will test your limits on in lots of different ways, and I I don't mean that as a joke. You, you, I mean your bandwidth, your your selfishness, your, your bandwidth, your, <laughs> your internet your, bandwidth, literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just, just meaning your you know your ability to add things to things that you're already doing. Yeah. You know, it, it it will it will reveal that that you have to make hard choices about opportunity costs. You know, can I do this or that? And and they they require just tremendous sacrifice to have children and to and to parent them well 
And, and so to, to do that and find time to decompress when you're feeling overwhelmed, that's a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, <laughs> Uh, my wife is a very selfless person and, and she, she also likes to be out and about and she loves to spontaneously travel. And, and one of the things that she very lovingly does for me is she'll, she will go and do that and take our children and not ask me to go just because she, she, it's, that's a tremendously loving thing to do because she knows, she knows that our personalities are so different and she knows that I need that. So Robbie, the answer to your question is, is that my wife will spontaneously travel and allow me to stay home and I'll have two or three, sometimes more days in total silence where I can completely recharge. It, it is, is, it is a, it's such a profound gift, such you a have generous thing the to best do. Wife. That's so really have, a, cool. have supporting people around you is the take home from yeah. that. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah well, and, and, and to be known, to be known by other, but not a lot of people, but have a group of people around you that know you really mm-hmm. well that yeah. recognize when you're not doing that great. And for them to then take the next step and to say, I can tell you're not doing well. If I did X, Y, Z, would that, would that be helpful to you to kind of recenter? Mm. And, and that, that's, that's a luxury. Not everybody has that or not everybody looks for it. And, and maybe we should, maybe we should find people yeah. to have in our lives that, that can do that for us. Yeah. It's like a support network, which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah but, but the, the key ingredient in that whole yeah. thing is to be known is for them, those people to know you really well. Yeah. Love that. Lovely answer. So Giles, segueing from that segueing very from touching that. kind of message. Uh, <laughs> how can I prevent my boyfriend from finding out I poop? <laughs> right, I'm not going to actually ask you to, to, to answer that. When I was looking up some fun questions to ask, because it's difficult to segue from what we just said to this, uh, I thought that might be funny. I Maybe found, difficult for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found a load of stupid questions that people have asked the internet hence why these questions have come up so Mm -hmm. i'm just going to tell you a couple of them before i get to the question because it's so much fun and one of them was how can i prevent my boyfriend from finding out i poop um which is so silly is an egg a fruit or a vegetable Um, (laughs) did did you say egg an egg egg. yeah (laughs) are Uh. skeletons real or made up Which is one of my favourites ever. Uh, and I want a new letter in the alphabet. Can you help me? Um, but the question I wanted yeah, to I, ask... Yeah, I can you, actually answer that last one. Become a dictator of a country and then you can make all the kind of rules you want. Because I listened to a podcast um, called Behind the Bastards, which is about crazy dictators and how, you know, mm-hmm. the crazy things they do. And there was a guy who just started doing things like renaming Days of the Week and renaming months <laughs> to like his name and the names of his friends. That's, that's fantastic. Because <laughs> you can do that when you're the dictator of a, it's, and it's, a country yeah. and you've got loads of kind of oil fields and stuff to sustain you. So of if you've got you money can. and yeah, it's not, it's not far off from what we Brits did, as English did when we went across to America. Pretty much, pretty much, places. yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a nice place. Let's yeah. call it New and then whatever York. country yeah. where we come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the area. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, so, but the question I want to ask you, final question is, if I eat myself, would I become twice as big or disappear completely? Mm. <clears throat> well, I, I will answer that question, but I actually want to go back to the first question you didn't want to ask. <laughs> Please. Which I, one? I don't... I. I. The one about how can I keep my boyfriend from knowing that I poop. I th- yeah, it's kind of tough, but go on. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm I'm just going to congratulate that woman on finding a mate that doesn't think that she poops. So far, 
CSO yeah, car. right. I mean, what's right. she doing holding fact- it in? How is she doing this? I don't, I I don't mean, know, but the fact that she's found someone yeah. in, to, to have in her life that doesn't think that she does that, she's she accomplished wrote, something. That- she wrote here, whenever I stay at his place, I always just hold it in. But there's no way I'd be able to last a week without pooping. He's a little <laughs> immature and still thinks that girls don't poop. And I'm afraid right. if he finds out I do, he might break up with me. So what's the long-term plan here, like, in terms of further down the line? I mean... Because that's not sustainable. <laughs> the answer to the question you did land on yes. is, um, is Which fruit. Is if, if, if I eat myself, would I become twice as big or disappear? Oh, that, I'm sorry, completely. that one. I thought we were that on the, the egg one. No, no, you can answer that one if you the want. The egg one is great. <laughs> yeah, the egg one is the answer is fruit. Uh, the, the one about dis- you will disappear. Mm-hmm. You'll you will disappear. disappear. If, you, if you eat yourself, you'll disappear. But not just physically, your entire essence. Your yeah, entire essence. I mean, that sounds your like soul. a kind of a Schrodinger's cat type philosophical question, doesn't it? It's mm, like, mm, if yeah, I eat yeah. myself, do I yes. disappear? Yeah. But it doesn't stop there. Uh, actually, people people will forget about you. People's memory of you. If you eat your, if you're the source of your own demise by cannibalizing yourself, you will yeah. you will you will cease to exist physically, and then people will gradually forget that you ever existed. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yep. Very it's, metaphysical. It's very true. But surely you would be remembered for the person who ate themselves and disappeared. I mean, in terms of history well, you would, on this day I mean, today. Temporarily, temporarily. Temporarily. What would then people uh-huh. would just forget about you because you'd eaten yourself. There was no re- remnants right. of you. Right. One of, the, one of the unintended consequences is that mm. is that the memory of you by any other person left behind is completely gone. Would you not poop yourself out, though, in that sort of way, <laughs> unless you were that woman who could hold it in? Why are uh, we going back to the excrement? Yeah, yeah, yes, and, yes, and then your former spouse, your widowed spouse, would then would then break up with you. So th- there's oh, a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons why you should. Here, this is amazing. Oh, this yeah, should be so, so much fun. Uh, totally that that wasn't just an interesting question. That was actually a cautionary tale. So don't eat yourself, yourself. kids. Don't eat yourself. Don't eat yourself. If we'll you're giving that serious consideration, now. just scratch that off the list. This has been amazing, Toph. Thank you so much. <laughs> this Week Today podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Do go listen. It's so much fun. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, it was a thrill. Toph. It truly was. I enjoyed meeting both of you. Absolutely. And um, where can people find you online? I suppose we should ask that question. <laughs> well, I don't really want them to, but since you asked, I, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> so... So the, the show is hosted by Podbean. It's called This Week Today. You can listen to it on everywhere you listen to podcasts. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're at This Week Pod. Uh, I think you have to put the at symbol in front. I think that's I how think Twitter works. Yeah. They make exactly. you. Uh, we, we, we have a really great Facebook group where it's a bunch of middle-aged adults pretending that they work for a, a, a company that doesn't exist. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. So if you like absurdist mm-hmm. things, then you can stop by there and join us. Uh, I think that's it. If you want to listen to our old Gravity Beard episodes, just go to gravitybeard.com. There's almost 260 of those. So you can you can travel the history of our show from the beginning. I don't recommend that because the first episodes are terrible, but uh, we, we are on the age of binging things. So I guess go yes. ahead. But Absolutely. yeah, so that's that's where you can find us, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Amazing. We've really enjoyed hosting this. Uh, thank you so much. We've been the Filmmakers Podcast. I'm Giles Alderson. I'm Robbie McCain. Uh, you can find us at Filmmakers Pod on Twitter or thefilmmakerspodcast.com where we have a whole catalogue of podcasts now all about how you can go make films. If you're interested in that, take a listen. Thank you very much. Uh, this is a Podfix Network production of Pod 6. Go poop yourselves. Laters out. I love that that's what people are going <laughs> to 
associate our podcast with jazz that's just top-notch job bye